You're listening to episode number 263 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Do remember that ZorkFest 2018 is Friday through Sunday, May 25th through the 27th at Treasure Island, just before the start of 360 Vegas Vacation 6. Learn to travel smarter for less money with tips from industry experts on credit card strategies, booking tools, and various loyalty programs to maximize your comps, tier level, and elite status, all while having fun doing it. (laughs) Register to attend ZorkFest 2018 at ZorkFest.com and use the promo code ZORK360 to receive $10 off the price of admission. The earlier book, the less the price of admission. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen. We'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. You know, it's funny. I, I, a lot of times, I know I, I am really... I use commas as breaks. And, and as a pause. Yeah, that, and that, that, that is what I... The <laughs> one gigantic run-on sentence. So I do yes. have these really long sentences where I'm like, the pauses are there. If you're not going to breathe when I give you the opportunity to pause, then it's your own fault. And it's funny, I didn't realize until Tony was reading our Zork promo, our Zorkfest promo, that, um, that one sentence is long as fuck. And it reminded me... Uh, Karen and I are really big behind-the-scenes fans when it comes to movies, and one of one of the movies we really enjoyed was uh, Sweeney Todd. Oh yeah. And there is during in the behind-the-scenes, Helen Bottom Carter says she's talking to Stephen Sondheim about this one song that they have to. I can't remember the name of it. Um, Which one is it? The the one where they're. Um, I, I can't remember. I, I can't remember. I think it's when they when they come together and they figure out, oh my god, if we kill and eat people, it'd be amazing. We would make it. She, so she goes through a really long intro, and oh, yeah, and yeah, she yeah. says to him, she's like, when am I supposed to breathe? And he starts <laughs> laughing. He goes, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what it reminded me of as you're reading. It. I'm like. Jesus Christ, Tony! You gotta, you gotta breathe at those commas, buddy. You gotta breathe. <laughs> he did a fabulous job. He did of an amazing job. I, I, I was like, he's gonna run out of air at some well, point. Well, you know why? Because he... Tony's only drinking water. <laughs> oh, that didn't take long. I know, right? <laughs> She's already surly about it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tony, you're the one that said we'd figure out which one the listeners like better. Mm-hmm. Even though I think we already know, but that's okay. It it's already been established. We've had complaints before. Tony's just blocking that out. I know. <laughs> He's got more important things to do. Yeah, I know. We've, 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 for, we've so been reduced fine. in importance tonight, so uh, suck on that, Patreon people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my 
god, that's awesome. <laughs> All right, well, let's start the show. He's Mark, she's Karen, I'm Tony, and as always, we start with Random Vegas. In 1909, Nevada criminalized gambling, specifically to play or deal in social card games, games of chance like craps and slot machines. However, almost as soon as the law was passed, it started to be chipped away at. Two years after it was made illegal, in 1911, prohibition on virtually all social card games except poker was relaxed. In 1913, all social card games, including certain slot machines, were allowed as long as the payoff was for drinks, cigars, or sums of money less than $2. In 1915, this is an early 1900, so... That's, that's a lot of money to them. Okay, $2 <laughs> then, right. 1915 saw paramutual betting legalized at racetracks. 1919 brought back state-licensed card rooms. Ironically, it was the passing of Prohibition in the 1920s and the Great Depression that followed that encouraged the movement to re-legalize wide-open gambling in Nevada, although it wouldn't be successful until 1931. We got that from the book, Roll the Bones, Casino Edition. It's fascinating, and I did do a quick... Um, oh, you beat me to inflation. it. Ah, oh, sorry. Ugh. Oh, go ahead. You can have it. No, go ahead. What, what'd you find? Go ahead. No, no, you go first. That $2 in 1913 would be the equivalent of 50 bucks today. There you go. That's not bad. So, no, just, no, still do my, a little bit Mike of... Mike says it would be 500 bucks. No. <laughs> no, that's, that is incorrect. Oh, I had, an extra, I, I had an extra zero in there. Yeah. <laughs> she got. She was trying to beat you, and she got too too finger happy. Well, no, I hit done, but it didn't hit the calculate button, so it, it defaulted to twenty. And when it goes to two, yeah, it's fifty bucks. But that was nineteen thirteen. That's as far back as this calculator goes. It doesn't go back to nineteen oh two. Well, there you go, because right. it was nineteen thirteen. So. Oh. Yeah, that worked out well. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well. Boy, this is going to be a great episode. Oh, yeah. This is starting off well. (laughs) Now I know why we drink. I just thought that was fascinating (laughs) because, I mean, we all know, you know, that it it was illegal for 20-some years or whatever. And what, but what I didn't realize is uh, just doing some random reading and just thought it was hilarious that it was like almost instantly, you know, it got through, but then they're like, all right, we got to start fixing this right away. (laughs) Like, obviously, we can't turn it all over, but... There's got to. Uh, uh, what were they? What were they teetering on? What can we? What can we just start? Start putting. Here's something else I didn't mention in here. You want to know why Nevada is the place where you see so many prize fights? The same reason. Because people can gamble on them. Well, no, it wasn't because people can gamble on them. It was because people tried to make that illegal. They thought that fighting was immoral. That that shouldn't be something that that people Unless do for it's, entertainment. It's fueled by drunken rampage in the middle of a bar. Yes. Well, I, I don't. I don't. I don't Never think. Never mind. Bad joke fell flat. Move on. Right. <laughs> it's all. It's all your fault, Tony. I know. God. <laughs> well, quick, quick! Save the episode by talking about the twit pick of the week. Oh, really? Continuing <laughs> to bland up the market. <laughs> Monte, oh. Car- <laughs> Monte Carlo continues its death march to becoming the forgettably named Park MGM. Yes, it was a rich theme for the poor man, and yes, the name Park MGM isn't as bad as the Las Vegas Hotel, a.k.a. LVH. But that doesn't mean that we aren't going to lament its passing. D-theming has its documented successes and failures since the concept was introduced to the market, i.e. Imperial Palace into Link, 
and Sahara into SLS. But honestly, those examples probably have more to do with their locations than execution on the concept. This week at Melts Vegas showed us another instance of history in the making as the name Monte Carlo is no longer on display at the property, or at least not on the hotel tower outside. We are told the plan is to renovate into high end. There's hoping the concept skews more cosmopolitan than pretentious elitism. I, I, I got nothing. I'm so unhappy with, uh, I mean, I was, I never really cared about Monte Carlo to begin with. Yeah. So their change can only be better, right. but I'm not, yeah, I, I don't know what they're going to yeah, do. I don't know. I, I don't know that it can be better. I mean, we've had, Mark and I have had some good times at Monte Carlo and mm. I really liked the room when we stayed there. So I, I, I don't know if other people think the name constituted a different image and it was too low priced to account for that. I don't know. The thing that it strikes me about this, the photo, though, is it looks like they're completely... I know they had to take the name off the top, yeah. but it looks like all those top floors, they're almost like... A, like the one side, you can see the elevator towers exposed. I actually hope that they do a little exterior recoloring, kind of like they did with Planet Hollywood, where it... it, it it just feel different. Like it, it, it would be really weird if this looks exactly like the same building. Oh, it's gonna look. Exactly and you just like change the, the name, and then you go inside, and you know the decor is different. I mean, they've already rearranged the layout of things, but it'll be really weird if if it's like, oh, this looks exactly like it, Monte Carlo. It's just got a name. But it different. looks like the only thing they're doing is changing the coloring on the top few floors. Almost like maybe it's just the is beginning. Is it that has the gold strip around the top? Right. Yeah. I mean, that it's just it looks like it's going to be a, a second Mandalay-esque tower. Well, no, it's actually, that would be Mirage. Mandalay's signage is on the very top of the building. Whichever. It's going to have a band across That'd the top. That'd be shitty. <laughs> like, whatever. Like I was just <laughs> correcting you. Don't be annoyed because I actually knew a little bit more about Vegas than you. Oh, like I'm ever annoyed by that because it's expected. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't if know why. If I knew more about Vegas than you, why are you doing this show? Yeah, I don't know why I threw the actually in there. <laughs> I, I wanted to accentuate how annoying <laughs> I was being. You are. You're being very. <laughs> well, as always, we'll link to the photo on our blog. We'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which you should be seeing right now. Let's move into the news. So we've got some SLS plans to talk about. The Morello Group, owners of the Grand Sahara in Reno and now SLS in Vegas, are expected to officially take over the property at the end of March. Plans are to keep the name SLS for a year to study if the brand has recognition before deciding on a name change. No word what happened to the last four years of fucking data demonstrating that the brand had no value in the market. <laughs> While it was confirmed that the 32-foot-tall Pokemon statue located in the center of the Porker Shore at SLS will be removed, when this will occur or what will be done with it is unclear. Fingers crossed that Neon Museum has clarified, like, no, 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 we no, don't no. Want that one. No, no, no. Not this one. We want things people like. We don't know what the hell that is, and we don't want it in our space. Over the next couple years, the Morello Group intends to invest $100 million into room pool, casino, and entertainment venue renovations. You know something that, that occurred to me? I, I know we've talked about how it seems like, well, SLS did just invest a shit ton of money like four years ago, and what we're about to talk about 
coming up next is another investment in a lot of shit going on. And you think, didn't you guys already spend all this money to do this? I don't understand why you're doing, you know, like you guys are now coming in and spending all this money. Like, what's wrong with this stuff? But then you think, this is rich people frivolous spending. This is brilliant. This is how people get jobs. Like, on more rich people, more rich people <laughs> bought it. Yeah. Construction jobs on shit that doesn't need construction. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, it, basically, it's, you know, the group that's buying it. They want to put also, their own brand well, on it. Well, yeah. yeah. They, they don't want it to look like, oh, it used to be SLS, and now it's right. whatever it is. Yeah. They were like, no, no, no. SLS obviously didn't work. Otherwise, we wouldn't be buying it. So let's put a shitload of money in and make sure it looks nothing like it did <laughs> Except before. we're going to keep this name. Like, what are you doing? No, that is the stupidest thing My ever. Guess does it have brand recognition? No. Yeah. Well, well I mean, at least not did, in the market. It does. It's just not in the market. Well, and that's why I don't understand why they can keep the name. Because SLS is a brand or someplace else. Yeah. So how can they keep it if they don't own it and they don't know? Well, they would have brand. to pay the rights to it. As a matter of fact, this this was really popular with Bally's and Imperial Palace for a while because those companies had licensed out the name, and then once they were consolidated, once they were purchased up, they uh, the other companies already had contracts with the previous right. owner, and they couldn't break those, so they just kept paying a fee, and that's also why. Imperial Palace, why Caesars was so interested to get away from it, even even though they weren't really interested in keeping the theme. But one of the reasons they wanted to get the hell away from it is like, why are we paying for this name? Like, this this name brings us no value. So, does Caesars own the name Bally's? They do, yeah. Oh. They do now. Because oh, so, the Bally's down, that's down here in Tunica is scary as That's shit. one that doesn't, that they don't own. Well, obviously. Yeah, but that, it's scary as shit. Yeah, I mean, that was, for them to license that name, you think, oh, it's a Bally's. And you walk into it and go, this is not a Bally's. Yeah, this yeah is, that, that all happened beforehand. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> this is exciting. Whereas I don't much care about the SLS uh, changeover, this Branson buying Hard Rock. Now that's exciting. Vindication for our boy Vital Vegas, who called it back in March of 2017. It was teased earlier in the week with a press release from Virgin that they would hold a press conference at Hard Rock on Friday with no other details given. Then, confirmed at that press conference that Virgin Hotels has bought Hard Rock Hotel and Casino. The property will continue to operate under that name for the remainder of 2018. Then in 2019, will undergo a major renovation and rebrand to Virgin Hotel. The cost of said renovation was not revealed Neither was the cost of the acquisition. What was confirmed is that the Hard Rock memorabilia at the property was part of the purchase and Branson said will continue to be a part of the decor. The real question is, is this the death nail in the coffin for top-notch concert venues off strip? Just like nightclubs before them, they started off strip as huge things and then the strip figured it out and now the Pearl is not attracting the names that it used to. I mean, well, largely because new ownership. I don't. I don't know if Red Rock really has the the. Well, because the previous owners had connections to L.A., so. Well, I think they were. Yeah, but they were more dialed into that whole world. I don't want to say rock and roll lifestyle because that just sounds douchey, but. They were. They they had. The palms kind of built itself on being douchey. They had the right kind of connections, and now if you remove the Hard Rock brand away from this, does that is that the end of the joint? I've never seen a concert there, and I think I've only walked through Hard Rock once. Uh, so I'll be interested to see what's what Branson's going to do with it. That's yeah. it's going to be. I think it's going to be really cool. So we've never 
been on a Virgin airline flight. We've never stayed at any of his properties, any of that kind of stuff. So I don't have a basis of comparison. I'm excited that there's going to be one in Vegas. I still think the issue they're going to have is they're off strip. Yeah. Well, it's not like it hurt Hard Rock. It, it's just not for us. Like we like to be like part Vegas to us is all about well, if it didn't hurt, options. If it didn't hurt Hard Rock, why are they being sold? Shitty owners. It didn't hurt them getting people there. Just, you know. I don't know. I mean, it, it, I think it's an interesting brand coming into Vegas. I just, I don't see it, any reason for it to be a draw for me to stay there other yeah. than to visit it once or twice. Yeah, I, I agree. But back to the SLS story, I, I feel more like Branson told the more accurate version as to why the name will remain Hard Rock for a year than the Morello Group was explaining why it will be SLS. has nothing to do with you trying to decide, does this have any recognition, any value in this? No, it's going to take some fucking time to get this name switched over. We're definitely not keeping this fucking name. We just, it's going to take us a little bit of time to get, you know, get this name. And we're not even 100% sure on what name we want to go with yet. Why they decided to, to spin some bullshit about potential value in keeping that name is beyond me. But there you go. Yeah, I think this is really cool. I mean, good, good for them or whatever. I agree. It's not really for us. But uh, that guy seems to kind of, everything he touches seems to turn to gold. So. I, that's true. I, I just... Like I said, I think it's a cool name to come to Vegas. I just don't ever see it being... I'm not, I'm not like, ooh, now I want to stay there once we're done renovating. I mean, <laughs> right. I, I just... Yeah. I'll go visit and go, ooh, pretty. Right. And then what? I'll tell you, like, wait, what did it look like before when it was a hard rock? Right. So... Well, and I think Alistair has said that he flies Virgin on a somewhat regular basis when he comes to the States. Mm -hmm. And I'll be interested to get his take when we're out, you know, there for Vegas vacation yeah. on what he thinks... The, the hotel will likely become since he's so familiar with because I think he flies Virgin mainly because he likes the um, uh, you know it seems to be maybe a cut above is, is a good yeah, way to phrase it's it a, it's a luxury airline posh yeah and uh, and that'll be interesting to see you know what they do for the for the rooms but anyway I suppose we've belabored that <laughs> we do have some esports arenas that have opened well there was just one or but... N oh. <laughs> okay N. A A <laughs> <laughs> no, it would be Ann, an eSports. Yeah, and eSports Arena has opened. This week, eSports Arena opened in the space formerly home to Raw and LAX nightclubs at Luxor. The venue is a multi-leveled facility featuring a competition stage with a 50-foot LED video wall for participants to play for prize money and a gallery for spectators to enjoy set gaming while enjoying food from self-proclaimed avid gamer and chef Jose Andreas. Instead of the usual bar top gaming you find in casinos, in the eSports arena, you can find classic video games like Pac-Man. Those interested in playing contemporary games will have to purchase a $25 all-access pass. That's not bad. I'm going to game all day in, in, a, in a casino. I mean, I, 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 fundamentally, I don't get it. But if you're totally into that, $25, that's not bad. Allied Esports as a network of 400 million fans worldwide, mostly in North America, Europe, and China. Yeah, so before you get shitty, 400 million in I, all those places. I am not about to get shitty. <laughs> I don't. I, I was really just saying it to anybody. <laughs> I just, I, I can see you. So, and I get blamed for all of it. Tony, why don't you take this one first? Uh, you know, I don't have a whole lot to add to it. My, my initial gut reaction. Shocking, Tony. Shocking. 
because I don't I don't care. We have a short stuff, week. Right? You didn't come fucking drunk. What what are you providing to this show, Tony? You don't have any feedback on esports. Apparently he's taking some of your rage off of me, so <laughs> thank you, Tony. Uh, as I was saying, uh, I while I don't it's one more thing that I'm like, well shit, you know, the casinos are continuing to lose their way by putting taking away more gaming space to put these things in. But then I thought to myself, well, you know, hang on, Tony, slow your roll a second. <laughs> there were a number of arcade games, like big arcades in the, uh, the casinos in Reno. So Harris Reno and Harris, or excuse me, uh, Harvey's Reno both had a nice footprint size of, of arcade games set up for the kids to be able to play in. Yeah. So I think this is, I think this is, maybe a nice way to cater to the kids that are coming in with their parents. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, but again, I, I'm showing my age because I'm sure there are a lot of people that are 28 and 29 years old that want to play, uh, you know, esports. So yeah, this is, this is another attempt to draw millennials. And I just, I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah. And I, I don't get this whole concept. Um, I, I get the people that want to come in and play and show off. For people yeah, watching I them. get that, yeah. I don't get the people that want to come in and go, ooh, let me watch somebody play a video game. And I, I know Brian does this thing where he plays online and connects yeah. with people and they can chat with him while he's playing. And I, I just, I can't imagine anything that I'd want to do less in Vegas yeah. than go into a dark room with weird lights and watch yeah. somebody play a video games. I'm with you. Like, I think that does drive a lot of it. Because, like, I think about when my nieces and nephews will come to visit and we'll just hang out and play video games and make fun of each other well, the whole time. because you're hanging out with friends and doing it. Yeah. So I kind of get that idea. But all of this gets skewed when you're like, we're in Vegas. Like, it always dials back to right. There's so many things that, that I find we end up like like things that you would just normally enjoy like foot, you know watching football or or video games or just a lot of things that you're like I can do this at home why am I doing this here right yeah. now if they had more Mario Kart well then that's a different story well if you could get a you group get of a, people oh together God, to play Mario Kart so that would be a blast fun. I know right <laughs> like we just cracked the code for you once again Vegas when am I going to start getting royalty checks <laughs> Maybe when you don't give it away for free. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, they're not listening. Save that for the Patreon portion. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, this sounds delicious. The Palms Scotch 80 Prime Steakhouse. This May, Palms will finally have a steakhouse option at the property again after closing nine in September of last year. It will be called Scotch 80 Prime. It will feature table side preparations, a cocktail car, Locally grown lettuce and herbs, but no one gives a shit about that. Let's get to the name. The name pays tribute to the super nice side of Vegas, where people like Steve Wynn, Oscar Goodman, Holly Madison all live. But again, who cares where people live? Let's get to the good shit. The bar menu at Scotch 80 Prime will feature a dedicated Scotch program overseen by Scotch master Cody Fredrickson. That's not a thing. I, I was waiting. I was I was gonna ask. I'm like it's Scotch, like I almost didn't put it in there. But like, oh no, 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 maybe it's a thing. Maybe, maybe it's a Scotch master. There's sommeliers and maybe there's Scotch masters. It's probably just one guy, shit housed, constantly. Like I know all these drinks in here, all of them. You guys don't know. <laughs> 80. I'm 80. There's like a whole eight of all of them here. 
It is being promoted as one of the largest retail collections of scotch in the country. It will focus on... I have one quote. (laughs) (laughs) It will focus on rare and vintage bottles from top producers in Scotland, including the McAllen Fine and Rare Vintage Collection. May is as specific as an opening date announcement was made. That's that's freaking cool. I mean, I've been looking for an excuse to be able to say I've stayed at the Palms just to, you know, check it off. Staying here and being able to uh, eat and drink scotch would be a great reason for me to get a room at, at the Palms. I would totally do that with you. We love Palms. We have so much fun when we're at Palms. It's just off strip, so that's why we never do it. Right. Yeah. I, I love that they're going to have a cocktail car. So they'll probably just, you know, wheel this little uh, cart around from, you know, yeah. one table to the next and make drinks right in front of you. Oh, that is that what fun. it is? Okay. Uh, All right. So I, I'm sorry. I have a dumb question. So you yeah. mentioned that the name pays tribute to Super Nice Side of Vegas, where where these people live. What Sc- part of Palm's Scotch 80 Prime Steakhouse refers to where they live? Scotch 80. Scotch 80 is a neighborhood? Yeah. I, oh. I It was news to me, too. I didn't know. Scotch oh, 80 I is a neighborhood. Yeah. didn't pick that up at all. Ted Newker can probably give some insight on that. I just assumed it's because they were going to have 80 different types of scotch. No. Well, but that's why I asked the question, because Mark says it pays na- it pays tribute to the neighborhood where these people live. I'm like, what part of that name? I thought, yeah, the scotch had to do with scotch, not... No, scotch 80. Scotch, a- scotch 80 is a neighborhood. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I, I did not know. There's a link on the blog to the, to the story that, t- that talks about it. I didn't know. I even had to do some extra research. Come on, like, wait a minute. What the hell is this? And yeah, it's where all the super rich people live. Scotch 80. I want to like Google that and see. That's, yeah, right. That's I what I did. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, finally for the news, we've got E price increase. Is that E or is that A with the accent over the E? I, I think know. it's E. It's If it's a long vowel, the line is straight over it. Mm-hmm. And so you would pronounce it literally like the letter. But in this instance, it's in more of an accent. Anyway. Maybe it's Canadian. Maybe it's A. A. <laughs> this is uh, Jose Andreas Restaurant at Cosmopolitan, the one we couldn't remember the name of on last week's show. They have recently increased the price per person of their uh, dining option to $275 a person starting April 1st. It is located in a private dining room next to Jaleo on the third floor of the property. The two-hour, nine-seat dining experience features 20 courses and only has two seatings a night at 5.30 and 8.30 daily, except for Monday when the place goes dark. Eater Vegas reports wine pairing options are also available starting at $130 and up to $500. All of that literally sounds like awesome. my version of hell. Sounds awesome. That sounds like torture. I, I would, I'd I'm freak so out. Either. I'd freak out and flip a table. Yeah. That's a big yeah, table. I, I, don't know I would do it with one. you, Karen. I, I, Jen has no interest in doing it either. So... Uh, if you want to go one night, that I think that'd be a blast. Oh, I, I might even add on the, the wine. Probably not the $500 option. But. Probably not the $500. I have a feeling that even the $130 wine option is going to be pretty damn good wine. So No doubt. Yeah, yeah no, I would totally do that. And to have, yeah, just to have them cook it, nine, nine people. That's all they're cooking for. Nine uh-huh. people, twice a night. 18 people. There's a restaurant that stays open feeding 18 people a day. Well, it's not a restaurant. It's a dining room. It's a private dining room in Jaleo, off to the side. I know, but they've dedicated a space to feed 18 people You know what's funny? Here, here, here's some context to this. I enjoy 
Tapanyaki Grill Japanese steakhouses. I fucking hate sitting at that table while they're cooking. Like, just cook it. Just cook it. Quick to fucking show and just cook my fucking food. You're driving I mean, me they're, insane. They're flipping the shrimp. Yeah, like, like, hat, like it was cute the, the first couple times. And it's fun, you know, when you bring Doing somebody who hasn't gone. But when it's like, oh, I, I just, I, I want to eat this food. It's good food. And like going, you know, ding, 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 ding. Like, just cook the motherfucking food. Just Especially fucking when they're flipping. They're, they're not even flipping the forks and the knives. They're just sort of tapping them around and spitting them on their fingers. It looks yeah. like, okay, I can do that at home. But you know, I, <laughs> the poor dog. Right. I, I feel the same way, however, about the um, the flare bartenders, like up at the oh, uh, yeah. the yeah. bar at the D. Just pour I the just fucking fuck drink. Make my drink. It's cool the first time you see it, and that's why they do it at a bar. So I, I guess I get the flare bartenders more at a bar because they're assuming that people aren't Vegas regulars like we are, so this is something new for them that they don't get to see that often. Yeah. So that I get, but I also get why... You know, like the the tapanyaki drives you crazy, which is why we always get it to go, so right. we don't have to sit there for. <laughs> Just the, make it, and I will come get yeah, it. Yeah, we'll come get it and take it home. Um, <laughs> but no, I I'm I still want to get this restaurant's on my list of, of ones. There's still a couple in Vegas that I want to get to. I just have to find somebody to go because you won't. So I have to time it apparently with Alistair or Tony because I don't have David as my regular Vegas partner anymore to go eat fancy with me. It's funny you say that. Like I normally you know, order beer, so I don't really have to deal with that much, but I do remember the last time at Christmas when we were at Link, when you, because you order, like, Moscow Mule, like, you order mixed drinks. Right. And I remember, like, you order a drink, and they're like, all right, like, I just want a fucking drink, man. <laughs> What's with the He's goddamn like, if you're gonna show? Make me, if you're going to make me work on Christmas, goddamn it, you're going to watch I know, right? You will watch. I dropped it. We're starting over. <laughs> I have to suffer. So do you. Right. <laughs> So apparently, uh, hold on, apparently going back, yeah, apparently uh, Scotch 80s is the hidden gem in uh, Las Vegas uh, where all the uh, movers and shakers live. Yeah. Average house is between 700 to 800,000. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's only the four that are currently for sale. And the home oh was God. currently owned by Jerry Lee Lewis in Scotch 80s is now for sale. So there you go. I, huh. I just can't believe that's a neighborhood. I Honestly, I thought it was a cool name because I'm like, ooh, Scotch 80. 80. I was with Tony. 80 Scotches. This is great. I'm like, what, this is a fucking neighborhood? Yeah. Apparently it's Scotch Road or Scotch yeah. Scotch Drive. Yes. Anyway, okay. Uh, Tony let's now, move into prop bets. Tony now aspires to move to a place. Oh, <laughs> Can you imagine having an address that says Scotch Drive? Right. Oh, my goodness, Jeez. Tony. <laughs> For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, the RJ is reporting that while there are no plans to remove the win name from the existing properties, speculation is that the company will pivot, 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 pivot. to naming the <laughs> $2.4 billion Boston Harbor project to Encore. It's, it's only fair that I give you credit for this because Tony does the same thing. So in the industry that I'm in, it's very tech driven and they love reusing or, or, or taking words that we're all used to and then just changing them like instead of uh, we don't we don't have the manpower to handle that or we don't have enough you know we don't have, we don't have enough have time resources. to do it yeah they'll say we don't we don't have enough bandwidth like that's that's just another buzzword and yeah. one of the things that they do is anytime that we're gonna well change you know direction. we decided to, to change we're gonna it's pivot 
everything is pivot. And the problem is I've heard it 8 million times. Now I'm fucking saying it. And every fucking time I say it, Karen's like, pivot. <laughs> I turn so I can't even pivot. have a serious conversation with her. Like, so we're looking at this and we're like, all right, we're going to have to pivot from this. Pivot. But can I just finish the fucking story? Can nope. I just? <laughs> nope. Can't. Oh, Karen, I love that you got the reference. Oh, of course. I, I want to go back and be like, all right, so no. Jen likes friends. That, I love it. I do it all the time. Like, pivot. Pivot. <laughs> Just, yeah. Anyway, this week, the Las Vegas Golden Knights clinched a playoff spot. The first time an expansion team has made the playoffs in NHL history. Nice. Yeah. I know. It's cool. In headlines, I assumed were overreactions from the currently overly sensitive market until I actually read the article news. A man was arrested last week after calling Hard Rock Hotel. But this is why they got sold. After calling Hard Rock Hotel multiple times about his reservation, escalated to a threat to burn down the establishment. According to hotel security, two days earlier, that same person actually did set fire to the juice bar countertop at the property. Oh my God. Right? As soon as, I, I honestly, I, I, I'm i gonna say basically what I just said. The second I saw this this tweet, I was like, oh, what the fuck, really? You're going to arrest the guy because he'll go, I'm going to, you know, fuck you guys. I'll burn that place to the ground. I'm like, you're going to arrest him? Oh, it's so irritating. And I, I'm clicking to it because I'm like, oh, I'm going to find some details I can just rip into. Like, oh, this fucker did. <laughs> he already tried once. I apologize. <laughs> okay, am I remembering this right? In the movie Office Space, wasn't that the... Um... Yeah, I've burned this place to the ground. Right. Yeah. Okay. Milton. Sorry, that just popped to my yeah. head. When he wanted to stapler. Yeah. Oh my God. Well done. Right. I, I'd forgotten about that line until just now. That's... Well, because at the end, he really did burn the place right? to the ground. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going to read this in the best uh, uh, Mark way possible. Because apparently I'm, I'm either going to attribute it to Mark or I'm just going to own his, own his uh, like frustrations own here. It was revealed this week that two win executives were fired in 2013 for illegal offshore gambling. There appears to be much more to this story that I just don't care about. And I've kind of had enough win news anyway. Can we just get it all out of our system so that we can stop talking about it? If you're interested in more details, Google it. Yeah, I get so impatient when yeah, shit. I'm like, I, do? Oh. I think you did very well. Yeah. I liked it. Uh-huh. it. And you didn't read it word for word. You put your own little spin on it. And yeah. it, still, it still captured the annoyance and, and anger that Mark had having to write it down. It is funny. I don't intend to write the way I write some segments, but it, it's clear when I'm writing, when you look at some of them, like on, you're literally just spilling out how irritated you are with the fact that you just read what you just read. The, the tricky part about being somebody that's reading it uh, is you don't know if you intentionally wrote it for it to be read with that level of anger and vehemence because sometimes you know if if i've softened something up or changed it you're like god damn it i wrote it for you to read it that way <laughs> and this one yeah i think you were definitely just annoyed and i think tony picked up on that beautifully and, and made it his own it's just it, it's it's almost april 1st it's been like a new thing like at least once a week since the end of fucking january I don't care. Can we get out whatever rapes or murders or or candies he's taken from babies? Can we anything? Can anything that you can find that's not? I'm, and I'm not saying 
Well, this wasn't even him. This was two of his executives. Right, but I, by proxy at this point, can we just get like anything that, that is, has wind? Yeah, anything. Can we just get it all out so we can just be done with it? Because well, I just at this point, I just don't want to hear the name for like a fucking year. I just don't want to hear it. And especially since he sold all his ownership. So why are they still talking about it? Yeah, I mean, and I'm not saying. All of these things don't deserve the repercussions they deserve, and they aren't bad for whatever the fuck they are. I'm just fucking tired of hearing about it. I'm just tired of hearing about it. One of the things that's great about Vegas is, like, shit is always changed. We'll blow a fucking building up if that thing's too old and we're bored with it. We'll fucking blow it up and put something else. Like, going, let's talk about win again. I'm like, fucking no. Okay, so we know you're aggravated, so let's stop talking about it. Move on. See? <laughs> See? I don't know. Michigan native and casino owner Derek Stevens placed a $25,000 bet on the Michigan Wolverines to win the NCAA basketball tournament at 40 to 1 odds. If they win, those odds will pay him $1 million. The team is currently in the final four as of this recording. We keep talking about going down to Tunica and every every single you time. You keep talking about it. I just, it, it's, first of all, being in college football country, it's fun We're to go to SEC that shit. We're in SEC country. That's a whole different. I still don't. Well, put it in context, though. Why, why, what about Tunica specifically? Well, it's, it's, it, in Mississippi, they have two things. Pride, for some fucking reason, and <laughs> casinos. Actually, I guess that doesn't make sense. They've no, got that three. doesn't make sense. So, no, so we've been... I saw the joke to make fun of them for being proud, and I just, I, I got overly excited. We've been to Tunica during, um, when it gets close to the end of the college football season, so that the big rivalry games are playing, and there's a lot of them within the SEC. It is ironic that such a dumb state is so proud of their college programs. <laughs> well, it, it's not just Mississippi, because they, they do have Ole Roll Miss, tide. and they have uh, Mississippi State, but it, it's just, it's part of the SEC. The rivalries about the are just, belt. Yeah, we, we have. So it, it's... But the casinos have a fun energy at that point in time because everyone's there to drink and watch the game and gamble. So I don't know if it would be the same for the NCAA tournament because, number one, you can't do sports yeah, betting. Yeah, no, I always forget that. There is no sports betting in two minutes. And none of their teams are still in the tournament. So yeah. I don't think it would be the same atmosphere. Yeah. But but it's it's the thing that's, that is fun. We, we make fun of the Southerners around here, but the thing that is fun about their sports around here, like college sports, is... It isn't like it is up north where you'll be, like, let's say where you're sitting next to, you know, Michigan fans are sitting next to Ohio State fans. There's fucking, there, there's tension. Like, there there could legitimately be a fight because, why? Because, oh, well, your team is playing my team and I don't like your team. Like, what the fuck does that mean? That doesn't happen down here. Down here, they're just kind of like, you know, they're rooting for their team. And, and they're more annoyed at their team for playing like shit than they are that your team is playing better than, than their team. So I don't know if I'd 100% agree with that. I think it depends on whether it's game day versus if it's in a casino bar environment <laughs> Maybe like that. that's what it ultimately is, is that my experience is limited to that casino area, and that they are all really happy right. that we're all there. Well, yeah, that was, that, was the, <laughs> that was the time that this big dude wasn't watching where he was going, and he ran into me. And, and as he runs into me, he's like, fuck! And I was like, oh, shit. And he goes, oh, man, I'm so sorry. I'm just so fucking pissed that these assholes are losing. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? And I'm just sitting here going, okay. And you got to throw all that with a deep southern <laughs> Mississippi accent. With a draw, yeah, a yeah. draw that I just can't impersonate. <laughs> but it, it was one of those weird things. You're like, oh, shit. And then you're like, wait, he's apologizing? Yeah. What's yeah. happening here? I'm confused. It was just, it was the coolest atmosphere I'd ever been in in sports. I'm like, oh, this is wild. <laughs> 
So, yeah, yeah I, I'm always drawing from that. <laughs> I, I refuse to have an experience. I think he's, he's looking at rose-colored glasses through some of the... <laughs> right. Anyway, let, let's move on. That's enough. British Airways is now offering direct flights to Vegas three times a week from Gatwick Airport, so Alistair can quit his fucking crying. <laughs> Although I think Virgin does direct flights to Vegas, too, so it doesn't really work. But I just wanted to say, quit your fucking crying, Alistair. <laughs> that was really... It was really the, the point, point of that, that, that was in there. I, I saw British Airways direct flights to Vegas. I'm like, boom, Alistair joke. <laughs> Paul, is that out? Is the guy that's headed to Macau or shortly going to Macau or is in Macau right now? Yeah. That's that's another thing. Like, he's he has cemented my disinterest in ever seeing Macau now. Like, how, how he's just Oh, when he talks about me. the customer service and yeah, like, their, like, their attention Like, to it's you. one of those things, like, like you guys were talking about going to Jose Andreas and that whole dining option. Like, Macau has now become one of those things where it's like, okay, um, you can go to Macau, Karen, if you want uh, and experience that whole thing. I will go for a day, make my, my lap around all the casinos and get the fuck out as fast as possible. Just try to not make eye contact with people. Just just leave me the fuck alone. It's probably, to be honest with you, it'll take me as long as it takes to walk for me to get done and then get the shit out. Well, that's a long flight for just Yeah, that seems... Yeah. <laughs> uncomfortable. <laughs> the RJ reports that overall, the median sale price of a previously owned home in Vegas was $226,000. That's up 13.1% from 2016. Yeah, I wonder why that's in there. <laughs> <laughs> Those interested in participating in the 360 Vegas Strip Run exercise experience, please reach out to at Raising Las Vegas to confirm. This year, 360 Vegas Chip logo medals will be given to all those who participate, so we want to make sure we have enough for everybody. She's oh my so God. Sweet. Yeah. That's I know. awesome. She's making up little medals, little chip medals for everybody that runs the strip. <laughs> That kind of makes me want to do it now just to be able to get one of the logos. Right. I know. I'm thinking, all right, how long do I have to go? And I know, can right? I, can right. I get in right. shape enough to do Do I have to do, do com- from beginning to end? I know, right? Like, how, how well, many, you know what's funny? How many they, people will line up and like, go, go, one, two, done? Yeah. Well, no, yeah. so so they say, oh, sprain my I think it's like a 5K, but I, they, Christina always says they go at the slow, the pace of the slowest person. <laughs> and, and so I just wonder if somebody showed, like, I just, and let's, I'm just picking on you, Tony. Let's, but it's like, let's really say Tony stress shop, like, that. All right, I'm walking. Right. So yeah. oh, everybody's walking. Right. <laughs> Can we take a break, guys? This is ridiculous. I know. <laughs> just pop into this casino real quick. Let me get a drink. <laughs> Hold on, I can't run too fast. I'll spill my cocktail. <laughs> Why is everybody in a rush? Where are we heading? <laughs> I mean, guys, it's it's only eight in the morning. My mimosa's like spilling all over the wait place. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Chris we're Moore. doing a lap, and we're gonna end up here. Why don't we just stay here, guys? <laughs> you know what? You guys go ahead. Give me my medal. I'll, I'll meet you here on the way back. It seems like we're already where we want to end up. Uh, that's fine. No, that's cool, uh, Christina. That's I. I think this might be the one time you actually get me to come out and do this. <laughs> he, he says now a good six, eight weeks out. Right. And and, uh, and, and and forgetting he would have to show up at 8, he'd have to be there at 8 a.m. Right. In Vegas. Yeah, no way. <laughs> it's not happening. <laughs> All right, let's move into coming attractions.
Upcoming Attractions is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. Eric B. and Rakim are performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay, Saturday, April 28th. Show start at 7 p.m. and tickets start at $70. Excuse me, $40. It's Rakim, but there's no way you could have oh. known that. Well done. Yeah, I don't I, know yeah, who yeah, those yeah, people I, are. I don't either. Beatles versus Stones, a musical showdown and a seemingly predetermined battle outcome are performing at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay Wednesday, May 9th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $12. The Beatles would win if that wasn't clear. Except that the Stones have a bigger catalog to go after. Well, that's only because they're still somehow not dead. I know. I know. <laughs> How are they not? I know, right? They, I wonder if they... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, they're e- evil. Clearly, they've sold their souls. There no, is no other have, way to explain they're it. they're not that good. <laughs> I wonder actually if they do like a vote from the audience that would like, be you know, all right if you think that the beatles won this showdown let's hear your applause i would love to stack that audience <laughs> <laughs> the human league is performing at the house of blues at mandalay bay friday may 11th show starts at 8 p.m tickets start at 38 dollars i'm sorry what year is this Hey, there's other 80s uh, oh, bands I'm that not, are out there and everything I'm else. I'm not judging it. I literally feel like I may have taken a turn and be like going, oh, shit. I went back in time some fucking how. I, I don't know what. How else can you explain that? It's just, it's not like the Human League and yada, 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 and more are performing. Like, nope, just the Human League. And it's 40 bucks to go see them. Like, holy shit. Well, and, and this next act kind of. And I falls still, into that too. And I still is, don't know a song beyond "Don't You Want Me" from them. Uh, so are they just gonna sing that same song over? And, over Forty over. bucks. You want to hear us sing it? Forty dollars, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> they also sing um, "Human," which has recently gotten some uh, play on commercials for uh, auto insurance. I think. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't either. I had to go to iTunes to, to see <laughs> what they sang. And anyway, right, there's really only two. Right, like on. Who knew, well, bitches, commercials? <laughs> right. Hang on. Oh, let's see. What's this? Okay, yeah, no, I don't know that one. The third one is apparently something called Keep Feeling Fascination. Keep Feeling Fascination. Wow, all right, shit. I know that. So that's the only part of the song I know. There's three. Watch, why do you know they're one of those bands like going, like, you're at the concert, but like going, I know this song. Well, that was, um... Who was it that we went to go see? And I was like, I know this Stone Temple Pilots. No, there was somebody else that we went to go see that I was like, I know. Oh, no, it was when we went to see Jersey Boys. Oh, right, yeah. Because I honestly thought, I'm like, I know one song they've done. And as it kept going, I'm like, I know this. I know this. Hey, I know that one, too. I know this one. Yeah. So, all right. That that was a better example. (laughs) $38 seems a little um, extreme. I would understand $12 like the uh, Beatles and Stones showdown. Yeah, Yeah, that would kind of make sense. Well, but the difference is the Beatles and Stones are a cover band, and you're actually getting to see the Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Right. I think I would recognize them uh, just as much as any uh, tribute band would. So I'd be like, oh, maybe it's... (laughs) Right. Roseanne Uh, Barr. Oh, no, that's me. Yeah. He did Human League. Oh, it was. I'm sorry. (laughs) He got all excited. I was trying to get us moving. That's what I was trying to do. Oh, fair enough. We got nowhere to go. I don't know why the fuck you're trying to move us. Roseanne Barr is performing at the Orleans Saturday, May 5th. Shows start at uh, 8 p.m. and the tickets are going to be $45. It's so interesting that she just starts that new show again, right? Or she reboots the thing or whatever. Yeah, first first, uh, episode had 18.2 million viewers. Yeah, I I, I don't... 
go ahead. Out. I was going to say, you're, you're, you're saying exactly what I was thinking, so there's no reason for us to both say it. To me, that's more of, oh, shit, I used to really like that show. What's the new one going to look like? Well, and there's been so much hype to it, too, about how are they going to explain, because they killed Dan off in one last season, so how are they going to explain, explain Dan Connors? I thought it back? was a reboot. I don't it, know. It is, and they it, apparently it was a dream, I think, or she was writing a book or something, the and she kills win? him off in the book. Oh, for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was lame. I stopped watching Roseanne years before it finally went off the air, and, and I have no interest in the new the, the new show. I, yeah. But, hey, listen, in today's uh, television audience uh, era, 18 million viewers for any show is... I, I guess what bo- bothers me the most about that number is the fact that they've completely run out of new television ideas. I know, right? They've been recycling yeah. movies for, what, 10 years now at Another least? Starting and up. now they're like TV shows, like, fuck it, we got nothing. Well, the first one was Will and Grace. Right. I mean, oh, they, right. they brought that one back, and it's been huge. And I have seen a couple episodes of that, and it's, well, it's just funny. But that's one of those shows, at least in my opinion. I, I mean, everybody's got their own opinion. In my opinion, that was one of those shows that went out on top. Like, shows don't well, do that. So my only issue with it the last couple of years was when Grace got married to oh, Harry see? Connick Jr. See, I've already forgotten about it. Yeah. I've already forgotten about it, and I put rose-colored glasses because the second you started to explain it, I'm like, wait a minute, we stopped He wa- was the doctor that yeah, was never there. Yeah, we stopped watching and, it for yeah. <laughs> like the last couple of seasons. So, yeah, that well, is Well, that's how that most shows are. I mean, you get sucked in and addicted, and usually the last couple of seasons, it just sort of wears itself out. Yeah. So, But, no, the, the new the reboot of Will and Grace – I, the episodes that I've seen have been hilarious. I'm not like an avid watcher, but I've watched a couple of them, and it's Karen and Jack are just as wonderfully snarky yeah. as ever. And you know, I, I don't remember exactly where Will and Grace are in their individual lives, but they're just they have that fun friend banter back and it forth. It is almost like at some point they they care. They went back to what worked at the beginning, right? See, and that's one of the things that I love about about cartoons like like The Simpsons and Family Guy is they're like, okay, Meg's not going to grow up. Stewie's not yeah. going to grow up. Yeah. Like, we know what you like. We're not going to fuck with this. And all of these stories, like, well, they can't be roommates forever. But like, on, why not? It's a fucking TV yeah. show. Who gives a shit? Oh, and Absolutely. Jack. Absolutely. And Jack's a grandparent now. He's a grandpa now, which is hilarious. <laughs> I would love to see him bring the television show Vegas back. But I think that um, Josh <laughs> Demel at this point is probably too... Popular to to want to do television. I don't but know. He's they, he's been regulated to Taco Bell TV commercials, so I what? don't know if he's. <laughs> I, I don't think things are going so well for him I, I'm right pre- now. I'm pretty sure his his publicist just said someone just asked about Vegas again. Right. I bet you we can get it going. Yeah, he divorces Fergie, thinking, "Hey, I'm all this," and all of a sudden the offers dry up. I'm like, "Oh, well, we don't care about you anymore." <laughs> Taco Bell commercial. Yes, I'll do the nacho fries. I'll do the nacho fries. <laughs> gonna jump start my career mm, okay no this one's me right yeah okay the temptations are performing at the orleans saturday and sunday may 19th and 20th show starts at 8 p.m tickets start at 45 dollars. okay so hold on again compare and contrast yeah. human nature 38 bucks yeah the temptations which may not be all of them because i don't know how many of them are still alive yeah but, but they have a legit best uh, gr- oh best they have of. a whole catalog yeah. to do right yeah. and they're only 45 yeah i'm with you Again, human nature seems way overpriced. Yeah, I agree. Dita Von Tess is doing something, exposing herself for something. I don't know. I'm not familiar with what talent it is that she has. She, I, I'm serious. She's burlesque, strip tease. So she is just taking her clothes off. That is her talent. But not. She doesn't get naked. She does it in a way that's very, you know, 
So, so basically, there is no payoff. <laughs> she, yeah. She's a cock tease, is what you're saying. But not, not even... A high-priced one. But, but only, only in a way that was appealing to people back in the fucking 20s. She's made a career out of it, so apparently somebody finds it So a hundred years ago, what she was doing was considered hot. Like I said, she's made a career out of it and a name for herself, so apparently some people today still yeah, like it. I don't get it. She's doing that at the House of Blues at Mandalay Bay, Thursday, June 28th. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $50. Watch, this is one of those things that it's a, it's become so bastardized that it's kind of like, no, 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 you got you to see how, how what is she doing? Oh, oh. <laughs> I almost want to buy you a ticket to go <laughs> Just so you go Oh, okay, yeah, that's kind of hot Well, I hear you say that But I know me And I would, I'd be napping within five minutes So I go, this is just, this is boring I can't do this, this is so long. Can we just get to it? Either we're fucking or we're not Can we just get to it? <laughs> and... reason why, for the life of me I don't get the purpose of a lap dance I, I'm with <laughs> I... you I mean, generally speaking, I don't get the value of just giving money to girls that are naked that I aren't going to do anything you, to me. You and I are exactly the same in that case. It's why I was able to work at a strip club for a while, because to me, seeing, going with people and seeing them act like fools, like, going, what are you doing? You have no shot. And then just ridiculing them for well, like going, when you, why are you giving her money? Like, you knew the girls before and you heard yeah. the stories before and after. And so when you, you see them playing these guys, getting them to toss their dollar bills yeah. and, you know, you see them afterwards like, oh, okay. it's kind of the very definition of chasing good money after bad, except it was never good money. It was never a good investment. This was never going to pay off well, for it you. It could be good money for the girls. Oh, yeah, but not, yeah, no, not I, yeah. I know Mark's point. I think these guys go in there thinking that they, you know, they're going to go in and they're going to spend, even let's just say on the high side, two or three hundred bucks, and they're going to think that they're going to just be ballers. Right. And I suppose it's all relative. It depends on where you are. Right. Uh, but I, I can't imagine that any girl ever for two hundred bucks was all that interested in you. Yeah. Here's a, here's a behind the curtain bit of information for you. So. At least in Ohio, where I had worked, I'm pretty sure just about everywhere, you don't have to be any older than 18 to work in a strip club. However, those clubs serve alcohol, and you can buy drinks for girls. Yeah. So how does that work? Because obviously you're not going to be carting the girls, but, I mean, they would know the age there. But wait a minute. They're not offering sodas to these girls. Yes, they are. That's because a lot of the time when you're buying a girl a mixed drink, you're paying $20 for that drink or whatever. So that they sit down next to you and talk to you yeah, for a few minutes. If she's not old enough, it's punch. So you can fucking buy her hundreds of dollars worth of drinks and be like, this girl can really hold her liquor up. Like, going, yeah, that fucking high C is really, yeah, I'm surprised she's not blackout fucking drunk from that. <laughs> so is that what that means when when they ask if you want to buy a drink for your girl? Yeah. Oh, you know what's so funny? I, I had no idea when I first stepped into to a, a strip club as to what that means. And, yes, when you buy a girl a drink, it's not like. So your drink, if, if you go in as the customer, just any customer, your drink will be. You know, eight, nine, yeah, whatever the whatever cost, of the, the cost drink of the drink is. But if you go to buy a drink for the oh, a dancer, chances are it's going to start at probably now twenty five bucks or higher. Yeah. And basically that and it buys could, you. And it could also just be a beer because you can, if the girl would want a beer. It's basically whatever drink the girl wants. Right. Right. 
but yeah, that's basically what you're doing is you're you're paying for her time. Yeah, for, for her. her to sit down and have a conversation with you. Right. So you're not even paying for her to dance subject- suggestively in front of you. You're paying for her to sit down and talk to you. Yeah. But yeah, that's what that means if if they're gonna buy a girl a drink. And that, and it, and it is that vague, like going, oh, can I can I buy her a drink? You know, whatever. And then you pick the tier or whatever, and then. The bartender knows, or the girls have their code, like, oh, yeah, let, let me get this. And it's, yeah, if they're not old enough, or they don't want to. Or if they don't want to. Yeah, yeah. they could be old enough. It doesn't mean they're getting a drink with alcohol in it. Yeah. Huh. Well, there you go, kids. <laughs> Everyone at home. It's all a sham. That. You're all fools. <laughs> Don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. I guess that's going to do it for episode number 263. Thank you so much for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can support the show by purchasing things from our affiliates, such as Amazon.com, Earth Limos, or help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. You can buy merchandise from our store, which is Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. Get premium and exclusive content at Patreon.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. And if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, we have instructions on how to do that as well on the blog's main page. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360VegasTony. Karen. I am at Karen Mark. You just told you where you can find me, so till next time. Yeah.